Hey guys, thank you so much for joining me for day six of the podcast series. Today I dive into the upper limit problem, which is something really peculiar that comes up inevitably when you start to achieve more success, fulfillment and happiness within your life. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining me for day six of the podcast series. So bear with me if I do sound a little bit raspy or nasally or sniffly. Um, I've been a wee bit under the weather the last few days uh, with a bit of a cold or a bug, but nonetheless, uh, the value and the content will still be there. But pretty much what I wanted to talk about today was this concept called the upper limit problem, which is something that is super, super common, uh, something that I've experienced many times and will experience many more times. Um, It's this concept of basically what happens when you break through your comfort zone. And it's called the upper limit problem because the idea is that each one of us has an internal thermometer, kind of like a thermostat, like on a heat pump. You know, if it starts getting a bit too cold, it drops below 20 degrees and your heat pump's set to 20 or 21 or your air conditioning, the unit switches back on, it starts to heat the room back up. We have that same sort of system within us. And that's where you hear about people talking about breaking out of the comfort zone. What lies at the boundary of the comfort zone, and when you start to break out of that, is this concept called the upper limit problem. And basically, with that internal thermometer, we each have a set point of how much success, wealth, happiness, love, intimacy, whatever it is. We've all got a set point to the amount of those at which we'll let ourselves experience. And that's kind of like our upper limit setting. And Marie Folio says it, it's kind of like our success comfort zone. And so what happens when we exceed our internal thermostat, you know, when life starts getting really, really good, we get like an influx of money, um, we start on a new diet, we start losing weight, a business starts going really well, we're having this really amazing patch within our relationship, we self-sabotage unconsciously and subconsciously to bring ourselves back to where we have set our internal thermostat. So if we have this level of self-belief around success in business, and we begin to, to surpass that and exceed that, and now we're getting these business results and we're getting all these client calls, what happens is we get sick. Something happens. Our Wi-Fi goes down. Someone posts a bad review. We have literally subconsciously or unconsciously attracted something, whether that's created by ourselves or created externally, to bring us back within our comfort zone. And I know this sounds kind of woo-woo, like when you start saying things like, you know, business starts going really well and someone makes a bad review. Well, maybe you have not been in control of creating that review, but how you have decided to react and how you've taken that review on board and how it's impacted and affected you is exactly what is bringing your vibe back down to your set point. And so we attract all of these crazy experiences to bring us back down to where we believe we deserve to be. And it's something that is inevitably going to show up when you start exceeding an area in any one of these if, if these facets of our life. 
Like it can be relationship. You know, have you ever experienced that when relationship, your relationship with your spouse or your family, your parents, your your sibling has seemed to be going really, really, really well for a while. And then out of nowhere, some stupid argument about something that doesn't matter at all. You've exceeded your personal boundary of how much relationship satisfaction and success you're allowed to have. And now you've gotten into some stupid, pointless argument that's brought it back down. One really, really good example when it comes to the upper limit problem is thinking about the lotto. Now, how many people literally daydream about what they would buy if they won millions and millions and millions of dollars? So many people think about that all the time. Like people literally put more thought into what they'd buy if they won fucking lotto than actually going and creating income themselves. And then what happens when people win the lotto? The statistics are insane. Like the vast, vast majority. I cannot remember the exact percentage, but it's upwards of 75 or 80% of people who win millions of dollars. I'm not just talking, you know, 50 bucks or 200 bucks or a thousand bucks. Talking people who have won millions and millions of dollars from the lotto are back to the exact same financial point within five years that they were in before they purchased a lotto ticket that won. Why is that? Like, yeah, they definitely don't have the skills and the ability to invest or or look after an income of that amount. But the reason why they've thrown it all away and they're back to where they were before is their set point. They did not consciously grow their set point. They did not consciously turn up their internal thermometer. And so they waste the money, they throw it away, they spend it on stupid shit. They have no respect for it because their internal thermostat has got them set at 50k a year and that's all they are allowed. So when they exceed that, you know, over the next five years, now they've wasted millions and they're back to 50 grand a year. It's fucking crazy. But if you start to think about all areas of your life, you know, you start a diet, you start going, okay, no, this is the week I'm going to get really, really, really serious about my health. And the next week you're eating way more junk food and shit food than you were eating for the year leading up to you deciding you're going to lead a healthier lifestyle. You start going to the gym and all of a sudden you're aching and you've got, you've got joint pain, you're getting headaches. Every single area of your life that you begin to consciously exceed, you will subconsciously bring yourself back to your set point. Unless, and this is the big unless, and this comes all the way back to what I've been talking about and the undertones and undercurrents to this whole program and whole series is your self-awareness. If you simply become self-aware that you are reaching or exceeding your internal thermostat and you understand what may happen or what is beginning to happen, you know, whether it's your self-sabotaging, that is exactly how to put yourself in the present awareness that you are exceeding your internal thermostat. And that is how you turn it up. It is simply by having self-awareness around what's going on and deciding that you're going to continue forward because you've recognized and realized what is going on and you're going to continue on despite that with the awareness that you are now turning up your internal thermostat. 
Again, all of these things I preach about, none of them are really difficult. They're all super simple concepts, and they sound really, really, really easy. But in practice, they're really difficult, because having that self-awareness when these things are happening and these things are occurring is the hardest part. So pretty much, if you guys are applying what we've talked about for the last five or six days, and you're starting to really level up some aspects in some areas of your life, you will be inevitably facing the upper limit problem. And all you guys need to do to push through that is have the self-awareness that the upper limit problem exists, why it exists, understand how it's showing up for you, and decide to press on with the self-awareness of exactly what you're choosing to do. So the challenge for today I want you guys to write down three examples from your past of times and experiences where you believe you hit the upper limit problem and probably didn't do anything about it because you weren't aware that it existed. And with those three experiences, what would you do differently now if or when those came up again with the awareness and understanding of how the upper limit problem shows up How would you treat those situations differently? How would you move on with the understanding that this is something that exists? And what would you do differently now with that self-awareness and understanding? I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Have a fucking good one. Hey guys, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, leave a review, and as always, you are limitless.